Hello, ladies and gentlemen, on the Awesome Spectacular with your host, me, Dr. Awesome, alongside with DJ Oli Wands. We are here today to interview one of Bubble Club's DJs and also one of our really good friends. He's an actor, an artist, and also a very interesting but also very visionary person. Give it up for DJ Super Stylo, ladies and gentlemen. DJ Superstyle, the first question for you is How did you first start getting into DJing? Well, um, well, actually, um, it was um, well, surprisingly, it wasn't well, at an early age. Um, it was like in kind of in the middle. So, um, I, well, I like music. So, um, and the free music, um, I I wanted to experiment, but um, experience music more. Um, so um, I want and I I love I love to um, listen to music as well um, as to everyone else. Um, and I was um, and I've um, and I was like, yeah, I can do this. I can be a DJ, so um, I just put my mind to it, and um, and um, I just did it. You know, I want I set out the goal, and uh, I did it. Um, I became a DJ, so um, yeah. That's actually really cool, DJ Superstylo. The yeah. second question is, um, what was your favorite moment from Bubble Club? Um, my favorite moment, um, like, I mean, there've been like so many, um, special moments in pop club history. I mean, picking one out is like, uh, I don't know. Um, I would have to say, um, that event we did at the, the Tate Martin, that was really special for me because it, it's not only um, um having a residential disco um for disabled people in a museum, but also to have like um to draw in as many people. It's um it was a special one of the special occasions for me. So that was really good, wasn't it? And it was also, funnily enough, just before lockdown, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it sure that's, was. That's it la- definitely la- was. It's the last time all the bubble clubs saw each other, wasn't it? So yeah, um, yeah, it sure was actually. So um, this special third question is: How did you get to know Axisol areas, and how fondly were you? towards them, not just from an acting approach and a performance approach, but also from a mindset as well? Well, um, well my first delve into access or areas um, and in act, acting in general, well, um, I always had an interest in, not her lie actually, um, first, um, my interest my interest was actually I wanted to become a chef. Um, um, 
Yeah, definitely. I completely agree with you. Also, could you um tell the people um poor about your um about what you were talking about was still here and why is and why did that actually mean so much to you? Yeah, I'm, I'm still here. Um, what it I I think what it meant to me was um was how we all had to force if and so it um how we it meant that um if and so we was we are still in lockdown we are still here you know and um we are uh, um, not just taking a break and not coming back but um we just wanted to lend our voices to um to um to um, something that really that that is still affecting people um but also affecting disabled people as well and to really give a voice um give our insights to to like some of our stories um through lockdown it was a um great access point definitely that was um really a powerful moment for all of us in general for each of our voices um to be heard because i know we couldn't um actually do the show in person because of um the restrictions and the circumstances we're going through right now at this moment but at least with the audio it kind of um went through all and i think this show was kind of um very personal to all of us because we all had different experiences with lockdown and of course of our thoughts yeah exactly exactly um it, and it was a true te- testament to like what people um, perceived that um perceived um that we we don't really care about uh, like how people think that we are invisible and how we don't really have um have um uh, um um true insight to this this like ever growing hopefully um into this pandemic. Yes, that's brilliant, um Paul, it really is. Also my next question for you is that um um how was it like actually um getting to know people not just from Axis and Hatton Museum and Bubble Club, but what was it like with you know like getting to learn so much from them from your perspective? It it has well, from a personal perspective, it gave me um, a whole deal of um respect and and animosity um like um it it has taught me a lot about myself um it taught me how to be confident it taught me how to be um um like fearless and unapologetic and it really taught me how to search for me within myself to not be um is scared and to really speak up for pe- people like us 
to become the first of the first list you know, to be um, an icon of role model for people who who are in the that position where they have no power, where they can't speak up for themselves. Yeah, I totally um, get what you mean. I really do. And um, just to elaborate on that, um, do you want to tell people about the um, event that we did with Hackney Museum, Pride of Plotis? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah um, it was um, with, um, it was with another um, com- company called Wix, um, and um, it's f- f- in, we did it with the University of East London, UAL, um, and it was called what Pride Place, um, and it's, um, it was stemming of the dream of, of um, the Black Men of Power. Um, things that we also did as well, and it was also it was um, to do with um, with um, um, our, our origins and where we came from, and um, like because because I was um, I'm, um, I'm a Hackney West, and um, it was all kind of like focused a bit more on me, I guess. Um, yeah, and um, it it delved into our own own um, um, insights to the black black um, history, like movements in us. So, and we searched a lot about it as well. Yeah, there was a lot of research on it, not just with. Um the aspect of it and what was behind it and the meaning, but I could tell that we had a lot of preparation for it, didn't we, like, to get it prepared? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we did. We did. We went to a lot of workshops. Um, we often um, partner, partnered with, um, with um, Hackney Museum um, and um, we also partnered with um, a lot of people um, as well with um, um, with war material as well um, and with the youth sales as well so that was good as well working along, alongside them was um, was a, an honour actually yeah it definitely was and we came up with um, some ideas on how we wanted it to be and how it um, was going to be created and that sort of um, craft. Yeah, yeah, true, true. Yeah, yeah. Uh, along with uh, poetry and uh, on um, style of music, um, as well as, as doing a bit of uh, some of uh, of DJing. And yeah, um, it was, and well, we had a lot of people that was really, really um, um, glad and really so was excited to see what we have done, you know, and um, we should pat ourselves on the back for it because um, we did awesome, I think. Definitely, we put in a lot of effort 
And um, oh, yeah. people are listening to this. A huge shout out to Hartley Museum for helping us out because um, I think it was amazing having them involved with um, all the hard work. And of course, Axelarius as well for actually um, giving us um, a platform when no one else could. And the Wix yeah. as well. And Bubble Club for, you know, believing and, in us. And, and for materials as well. Because if it wasn't for them, the shows that we did and put place, well, wouldn't be as special as it was. So um, a big shout out to them as well. Yeah, so true. Also, um, Paul, like, if you don't mind, if we could, like, talk about something way beyond that. We also both um, have the sort of differences with, um, you know, with um, the police and with Black Lives Matter. So do you want to discuss on that? Yeah, well, um, well, um, well, um, um, along with some various articles and that news reports that we've possibly seen about um, the abuse in power um, in regards to the police brutality and and um, and uh, and the hate of the hate crimes and um, um, police negligence and things like that. Um, it has, hasn't really been that that great great on um and the fact that black people are still being hunted down like praised like we don't like really matter and <clears throat> especially <coughs> excuse me <coughs> especially with um what happened with um with not only Stephen Lawrence but George Floyd as well. Like how um how um the um, iconic light um, that is still used to this um that was used uh, like I can't read was such a big statement as and I think that that not only um it's not a not only a testament testament to that, but it's also a testament to like of um, <clears throat> pressure that um that um the Black Lives um, Matter movement um I, I still haven't to, um, to to receive receive from people up up to this day. Yeah, I think um for that it is a very upsetting um, um, segment on what's happening with, not just with black people, but around the world. And I think it, with police brutality, I think it definitely does need to come to a stop because it's getting um, to the fact that it's becoming too much now for today's society. And you see like everything going on with protests and stuff like that. And it really is very heartbreaking to see what these people are going through with these brutalities every single day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it really shouldn't be like that. I mean, 
like how how can like something so simple can be so mixed up and so conflicted like and made make it make it sound like something to be um like something to fear you know we aren't like what we're saying to the people is like we aren't a threat you know we just want to like be who we are do what we want to do and live our lives in peace you know just and just to just to, um, like um live 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 in harmony you know we don't we don't we have we don't come in um like um in, in we aren't in harm we don't we don't want to cause any harm and think so yeah yeah because um i know like way way back when slavery was still a while on black people suffered a lot and it was um very emotional for them going through a lot, like getting whipped with with bull whips and getting in shackles and stuff. And obviously you can imagine, Paul, that with what people are going through since from then to now, police brutality has never stopped. It's still going on. And I think um, it just breaks my heart to see what people are going through at this time. Yeah, I mean, it's... Just it just tells you how far people have has grown, you know. It because it has reached to a point where 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 people meant to grow, they are they they literally have has stopped growing because um I'm accepting people um it's another never aspect to your character it helps you to um, um to navigate yourself to become a bigger and to evolve involve evolve your character into into newer territories where where it may be a bit um a bit foreign to you but um um, at least you'll be um, be um, a bit more wiser and a bit more knowledgeable instead of just holding back and say and just just you know just take risk you know if you don't know something then just ask you know um, educate yourself you know ask questions and that. None. Yeah, I really do. Um, I really um on right with you, Dale. Completely right with you, Dale. So uh, the next question I want to ask you, Paul, before um Ollie asks you some questions. Um, this will be my final question for you, and this is: What influenced you to be an actor? Um, what um. <coughs> So what influenced me to be an actor? Well um I also um I would say TV um it's a simple simple act 
and as funny um, and um, yeah so um, yeah it just takes uh, time to um, to um, build a foundation you know to connect with people he don't know yeah i've got a question paul um is there is there any other sort of discipline or art that you would like to learn another skill that you could add to your uh, add to your bow um yeah um, i am um, i'm really big i'm big into my I would well. I would love to um do some, a little bit of animation, you know, so um, I can because I'm a really really big fan of a cartoon. I don't know if anyone else is, but yeah, I'm a big fan of um animation, and and I would like to um to um to learn how to learn the process and how to become one as well. Mm. So, yeah. That's really cool. What sort of, what sort of animations do you rate? Is, have you got any favorites? Yeah, I like um, things like Rick and Marty, um, Family Guy, um, like uh, um, The Simpsons, and all of them, like famous um, animations that is out so um yeah yeah i think animation would be really cool because it's like um it's a blending of all, all, a lot of skills all in one isn't it like drawing writing acting all yeah, in, yeah yeah it's, it's very yeah. cool very cool yeah so paul i just need to ask you this question um how did you come up with the name dj super style or uh, honestly, um, honestly, I don't know really because um, I wanted, well, I wanted to, to um, I wanted to for my name to sound cool, but and weird, but um, I I also wanted to to um, to um for for um for something that hadn't really been used before or had wasn't really um an actual word um like some i mean the thing with with names or dj names or acronyms um it doesn't really have to be like um, um an uh, ordinary name, it can be um, like um, fab, just fabricated. Or, um, it, it just, um, yeah, I just really wanted my name to be different and um, unusual and um, like weird and strange. But and yeah, so um, yeah, that's how I came up with it and cool as well. Okay, so I got the final three questions for you before we um end this interview. So the first for the final questions are: How did you and me first meet, um, Paul? Yeah, it's 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 um it's been it's. 
we had we had uh, one hell of a journey. Um, yeah, we saw. So <laughs> I, I think through that journey, it it it's kind of got lost in translation because because we have done so much things together. Like I've even now forgot when we first met. You know, some yeah through through of memory and of the experience that we both had, it's kind of got a bit clouded and mystified. So, yeah, I couldn't, I can't pinpoint the actual day or date when we first met, so. I think we had such a, a very strong connection when we first um, got to know each other. Because at yeah. first, you didn't know me, I didn't know you, and then it kind of just um, progressed as it went on. And, and I know I've been kind of telling you this time and time again, but I really do consider you not just as a friend and also as a colleague, but also as one of the most important people that I could always um, lend a helping hand on. Mm, yeah. Me too, me too. And um, also, it, I think one of the most important things that me and you um, share is a mutual respect for each other. And I think that's one of the most key aspect, aspect points to, to every friendship, <laughs> you know, a mutual respect for one another. Yeah. Um, it's something that I will cherish for a very, very, very long time. Same here, and I appreciate it one hundred percent. I've got two more final questions. So the second <laughs> one, so the second one for you is um, um, when you first found out about lockdown, what was going through your state of mind? When you first heard the news about it, I at first I couldn't believe it. You know, like um, like you know, you know, like um, like like where um, where you um, some, something so shocking and so like intensifying. It's so um, like really, it, I didn't really feel like it was truly happening to us, like something out of a fictional movie or sitcom. But um, as soon as I heard like reports and and um, new people, um, people who, who are affected by it, um, then it kind of like really, really dawned on my heart that Oh damn, this is real. This is something to be fearsome of. This is um this is really happening. Um <clears throat> and um our real realization was really <clears throat> really hitting me hard, like with me saying, Oh, I'm not gonna meet my friends anymore. I'm not gonna be able to go out by myself anymore. And all my sense of independence 
will be, be no more, really. So, yeah, and I'm and still now in lockdown, I found, find it a bit hard and difficult, really. I think um, all of us do right now at this moment because it's been very challenging. And um, even we know that um, from what happened with last year, it was very difficult for a lot of people not doing a lot of stuff because we didn't go to bubble club. We didn't like actually do usual activities. And it was um, frustrating for a lot of people because actually doing stuff at home, you're actually missing the realization of what's going out in the outside world. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you don't get to, to see, uh, see the world through um, glass eyes. Like, you can't, with this whole lockdown, you aren't able to, um, to hug, hug or touch um, your your family members, um, which is all, which is always hard because, um, and it's heartbreaking not only for me, <clears throat> but also for other people as well. Not to be able to be with the loved ones, it's it's a hard like thing to deal with. <laughs> yeah, it's a very um heart-saddening experience. <laughs> So I've got my final question for you, and this is the last one. So what has been your favourite film of the year so far? Or it could be recent, or it can be recent, or like before and before lockdown even kicked in. You know, um, to, to be honest with you, um, there's, there's a lot of films that has, that came out on um Sky and um, that I've watched. I've also watched a lot of documentaries as well, <laughs> which was really um, insightful as well. Um, so um, I'm and I'm totally watching them, not only bulletproof South Africa, but I'm also watching them um, Wonder Vision as well, um, which is. Of which is um interesting and um, really uh, um it, it's unexpected because you don't really um know what's gonna happen next, which is something that I love, you know, so a little bit of mystery and a little bit of secrecy. Um, I think what that's what makes um a TV show, great, you know, and a good thing, thick and juicy storyline, you know, really, it really sets, sets it up. <laughs> and so, yeah. Yeah, it really um, sets the bar high very much, very well. So I I was really um, pleased to interview you, DJ Superstyler. So have you got, like, any questions or feedback or any advice for anybody who wants to become a DJ, an artist, an actor, or mainly just bringing their own personality into the mix? Yeah, just to set, set yourself 
set yourself up high and just um, keep keep on setting the bar, you know. Don't limitize yourself to um, just challenge, challenge yourself, um, you know, go to extra mile. Don't, your only limitations is the one that you set for, for yourself, you know. There's no limit to what you can do. If you want to do something, um, you know, go out there and do it, you know. There's a lot of, like, opportunities, workshops, and, um, like, like, projects that, that you can do to, to, you know, to cater for, for, for every need, um, yeah, and, and um, also with this interview, I, I know that um, that um, speaking um, happens. <clears throat> this interview, it's um, um, and people listening listening um, to audience who may or may not be listening may be um, a bit um, um, a bit. Um, uh, a, a, a bit um, frightened, uh, crossed out, crossed out uh, on, about my voice. Um, like um, I know that it's um, it's just the way that I just wanted to let people know that this is how I talk. You know, it's just that um, um, that this is um. Um, and sometimes that when I talk, it's a bit, it may take me a long time to get out everything that I want to say, uh, of um, the sight of the sight and sound of my voice may be a bit, um, a bit hard for audience to hear. So I, I kind of hope. But there might be some kind of sub subtitle to, to this interview. But um, I just wanted to, um, to let people know that this, that even that this has been really enlightening for me to talk about like, my journey so far with you, and to, to Ali as well, just to let people know that. This is um, this is me, and um, this is how I talk. And um, I just hope that um, some words got through that um, he could relate to, or just he got the kind of a gist of what I'm trying of what I tried to say. So yeah. Just listening to that was just um, a really powerful impact, Paul. So thank you for actually coming onto the podcast and sharing everything from police brutality, your journey as a DJ and an actor. And that's all I could possibly say right now is a huge thank you for having you here. My pleasure. My pleasure. It was... Um, it um it was yeah um, it was my pleasure. I mean, I love to um talk to you, you know, and Ali, you know, 
it's been a long time um, since um, we all got together, um, like, um, and um, it's been a journey talking to you about my, my um, journey so far through my um, my loves and my, my um, hobbies as well. So.